Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jackie Cation. You uh, know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, and AllThingsComedy.com. That is my podcast network that I'm on with Bill Burr and Al Madrigal and a million other great podcasts if you're ever looking for a pod. That, by the way, is where my our special, you can download it for, for $5 at allthingscomedy.com slash Jackie Cation, all lowercase for some reason. And you can get that hard copy wise on JackieCation.com in the merch page on the store page. There's all the CDs, all the t-shirts and uh, a hard copy of the DVD. This will make an excellent Horcrux, which is available for, or you can have the DVD or the CD. If you like hard copies and there's deals, if you get more than one CD or more than one CD DVD combination and the t-shirts are all American made union made. So they run a little big, know that in your heart and there's merch on also Jackie There's a donation button. Feel free to use the donation button. If you enjoy the program, uh, I'd love it if you gave me a hundred bucks a year and if you can't, uh, don't worry about it. But uh, you can buy some merch if you like. You can use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com, and that just brings you to Amazon. And then when you order from Amazon, I get a little kickback. That's that's a way to support the show. You can also talk up the show on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, at JackieCation. And at Dork Forest Pod, by the way, is my is the Dork Forest Podcast Twitter. That's where my Periscope is linked to. I'm going to try to change it over to Jackie Cation. I just didn't know what it was. So I was like, well, let's put it on the thing I never use. So uh, I'm on Periscope and I'm on Bandcamp. That's right. I'm thinking about doing some of the live shows cost me money. So I'm thinking about putting live shows on Bandcamp for two bucks. And then if you want, you can download uh, the live shows. I don't know that I'll do it. But I have a Bandcamp page, and you can, if you'd like, get a couple of stories that I told for $2 or a dollar each. And check that out. I believe it's thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, going to fix this audio. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg composed and sang the theme to The Dork Forest with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. Mike will sing his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. And want to come and see me do stand-up comedy? Check my show page on JackieCation.com. But this is the longest thing ever, so let's get out of it and into the show. Hey, Rangers, this week's sponsor is Gen Con. It's a board game convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. Their slogan is, and this is true, the best four days in gaming. This year it's uh, July 30th through August 2nd in Indianapolis, Indiana. The badges are discounted $10 prior to June 14th, and you can get them online at GenCon.com, G-E-N-C-O-N.com, or via will call, pick up at the door. There's like 16,000 events and 350 gaming companies on site. There's literally something for every gamer. Andy's gone two years in a row. He's going again this year. He'll do play testing and everybody play test new games. You can meet people and play old games. You can just meet people. The greatest thing about this convention is that more people weren't standing in line to go to a panel. This is a, this is a convention where people are actually playing games and it's really, really fun. They're expecting a little more than 60,000 gamers this year, making it the largest, longest running game convention in North America. And it's just really fun. It's G-E-N-C-O-N dot com. I'm going to go. There's going to be a live dork forest. It is July 30th through August 2nd. Come and play games, you guys. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in my living room in with Steve Maison. Maison. Welcome you got it. You to the it. program. I didn't, it's so, I so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Sure, no problem. Jackie. By the way, stand-up comic Steve Maison, <laughs> M-A-Z-A-N dot com. And it's Steve underscore Maison on Twitter. And uh, his dates and stuff, go see him do stand-up comedy all over the place. Yeah, come check so, it out. There yeah. you go. Because uh, he talks out of his joke hole. And that is <laughs> That's where it, it all comes out of that hole. It all comes out of your joke hole. It goes into your joke receiver holes. <laughs> exactly. You joke like receiver a... hole. Ooh, very yeah, nice. That, that's my, that's my, uh, For some reason, my I, call ear. Them, I call them ear balls. 
Oh, ear balls. Uh, I have some free time in my brain That's, box. Yeah. Huh? I got all kinds of body part I like talks. Ear balls. Yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, I got, bra- <laughs> I got, uh, I got some free time. In other news, you, uh, enjoy. Yes. Well, first of all, you have, you've done this documentary. Yes. I have a documentary. And it was, uh, I want to be on Letterman a lot. Please let me be on Letterman. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. And, that's it. and then we, yes, it was a very called, long title at first. At first. And, and we're like, that's a little wordy for people to remember. What dying if they get to be around on Letterman. And find it. And uh, dying to do Letterman. Dying to do dying Letterman. Dying to do Letterman. Oh, there we go. Alliteration. Dying and it's on Hulu. Is it on, uh, free on Hulu or it's, Hulu yeah, Plus? It's free on Hulu. You can get it. It's it, for the past, uh, year plus. It's, you know, it was, uh, iTunes, uh, okay. um, Amazon Prime, showed a movie theaters for uh, a certain amount. We did. We did DocuWix, which is the big place where documentaries play. We were invited sure. to play part, as part of that in New York and L.A. But now they can just go to Hulu. It was even on planes. But now you can just go to Hulu. You don't have to go fly to see this movie. Thank God. Uh, it's free yeah. on Hulu. So right. And uh, and so price. you have been doing stand-up comedy since the dawn of man. Yes. Yes. And you were like, I would like to be on David Letterman. <laughs> that was my goal was to one day get on Letterman. And, uh, and yep. then you got cancer. And you're like, well, TikTok people. Did, yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, I was waiting for, you're probably guilty of that, right? I mean, we're all, listen, as, as you, well, you really just. None of us are immortal. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> you're all, we're all guilty of dying. Definitely. At some point or you will be found guilty of dying at some point. But I think, uh, in my comedy career, I was, I was just, you, you kind of like make a name for yourself and things happen. That's how, that's all my, well, most that's of the stuff in comedy. That's how it's supposed to, but I, I don't think that that's actually how it works. What well, you do is you do stand-up comedy forever if yes. you're lucky. Yes. And then you die. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jay, do you know, um, I'm gonna, is it James Wendell Walker? Is it, uh, what, John uh, Wendell Walker? He's a Seattle guy. John, I want to say John. John, yes. John Wendell Walker. And he was on, um, uh, it's a really good shoe. It's the fifties. Yeah, it's a and, Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan. Ed Sullivan Ed show. Sullivan. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah. so, but he, that was all he ever did. Yeah. Like he was never on anything. He else. didn't do anything else. Yeah. And all he does yes. is, is triple runs and, and Yoda right. runs and, and all this stuff. And you're like, right. Oh, is it going to be, am I going to be living the wrestler well into my seventies? <laughs> right. Exactly. And, that uh, far. Yeah. so that, I mean that, and I think that that is a valid career. Yeah, sure. There's, I mean, you, but when you, when you do stand-up comedy, there is a certain point where, I mean, if you're going into stand-up comedy because you want to be famous, yes, please choose something else. Right, yeah, a shooting yes, spree, yes, exactly right. anything. Yeah, much easier ways. To do uh, it. Yeah, because it's <laughs> probably not going to happen. Right. Nobody, I mean, in in my opinion, you do stand-up comedy, and and, and sometimes people give a shit, right? And right. then you get to do stuff, and then other yes. times they never do, but you still got to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, so no you doubt. Win. So do so, it for just doing it. You're right. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That's so, but but you. But it was one of your dreams to be on Letterman. My dream was, yeah, that was one of my dreams that I got it, got into it because I yeah. wanted to be out. I was such a big fan of his show and late night, and that's I know what we're going to talk about is, yeah, uh, yeah. is my my dorkdom of, of late night uh, television shows. And but uh, like I was saying, that was my whole. I grew up in the Midwest, and you're a Midwest person as well. I, that was I always taught like work hard and the good things will, will come. And and most of my comedy career it worked that way. Like I would go, nice. I would work hard at at uh, comedy clubs or open mics and stuff like that. And people would tell you about other gigs, and all yeah. of a sudden they'd start filling in. And all of a sudden I was making a living doing stand up. That's it. I thought the same way, and I had landed a couple like smaller TV shows the same way. Like someone sees you at the right place, right time, and they sure hear about deep you. cable. I've done <laughs> I've done a lot <laughs> so, of deep cable exactly. myself. And so I thought Letterman would happen the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just do this long enough, someone's going to hear about you. Or you'll hear about an audition that kind of. Yeah, but he only has like four comics on a year. Well, that's, max. Yeah, that was the thing I didn't realize. I mean, so yeah. when I got this, nobody realizes yeah, going I didn't in. Realize how can, you're just like, well, I. But could. you would think I was. I wasn't like a year in. I was six, seven years in. You think by that time I would have? Oh no, known I'm, how it works. I've been doing it almost thirty years, <laughs> and I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, of like what I'm doing. I mean, I'm just like someone will reveal something. I'm like, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, is that how? So it works? I felt very stupid after I started this project, like not realizing. But so, uh, when it hit, then I realized when I all of a sudden had someone, you know, a doctor said, you may only, worst case scenario, you got five years. And when worst was case. that? This was 2005. Okay. So, so you we're, have we're lived. 10 years. Yeah. You've I'm, lived, I'm, man. I'm, I'm doubled his worst case scenario. That's so, it. Nice yeah, work. So yeah, we're here. Are this you is, in remission? No, it's not officially remission. I still have, so it was in my intestines and my liver. Okay. Uh, a little Oof. surgery took out the intestines. Mm-hmm. Not, not all my intestines, just the, the, yeah, the you're going to need bad. some plumbing. And uh still have the tumors on my liver, but I, for luck, yeah, very slow growing on all the tumors. Oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah, um, yeah, I've been very lucky after that kind of first year, after uh, you know a bunch of probing and surgery and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not officially remission because it it hasn't gone away, it hasn't yeah. gone backwards. But Th- and those are still there. They're still there. So I right. do a lot of scans, checkups, that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. 
So, so that was the journey that to do the, that. Yeah, but it. you have, did you say that you've always liked late night television? I never liked it as a kid. You didn't. No, you know, <laughs> no. you know what it was? Cause there was only one. Well, obviously this dates us both. Right. But, uh, three, three television, uh, channels. Right. There was right? just that Maybe and PBS. Four. Maybe, was, yeah, and, that's oh, right, PBS and, and then or UHF. like a UHF channel. Sure, there were five, maybe. There's, but it, two of them, like, wouldn't even come in where we were. I was out in the suburbs of Chicago. Two sure. were, like, you know, you'd have to shake the antenna or something like that. And so... And nothing you wanted to watch. Right, exactly. And, and there <laughs> so, was only, there was one TV. We had one TV in the whole mm-hmm, house. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was basically the I size was the of remote. the couch. Yeah, exactly. It was my dad right. would be like, go snap his fingers and I'd have to there. run up and... So you'd have to watch what your parents would watch. Yep. And which you I were, think is, is somewhat a good thing. I think that's like, I see my, my, uh, sister's got kids now and like they don't, li- they only always listen and watch what they want now. Yeah. Like I think there's some good things oh, right. that come out of being forced to listen to certain music that you don't want to and yeah, watch yeah. things you don't want to because you, yeah, but everybody has nine televisions and if they yes. don't, everybody has their own laptop. That's right. Or yeah. iPad so they can, they can put Dora on a, an endless <laughs> For loop. Them. Yeah. And, uh, and then go watch. Whatever creepy drug thing that <laughs> right, we all want to watch, right, the wire. <laughs> some murder yeah. drug thing. So. so, so yeah. So I think my parents would watch, you know, Johnny Carson. So, and, d- so when you were like twelve or thirteen, and you stayed up that late, you were allowed to to do it. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be up. That was probably about my bedtime. Yeah. The Midwest. So we're on it. We get the we get everything an hour earlier. Right. There. So that ten. Was a good thing. Yeah. So yeah. so the news the the news news would be at ten. Ten thirty. Johnny Carson comes on. I was yep. probably supposed to be going to bed around that time. I had yeah. My bedtime was like nine o'clock till I graduated from high school. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My parents didn't like us. They were like, go away. <laughs> go go read a book. And so I did. So I never did watch yes. the show, but I watched a lot of the afternoon shows. Um, and then, and then I tried to catch yeah. up with the, the, the museum, the TV museum. I don't yeah, know if you've ever yeah. been. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. I, I would go to, the, every time I'd go to New York, I'd be like, I got to go to the TV museum and then sit there for and like pull a day out and some half. episodes and see, yeah. Just all a, the a lot of Dick Cavett, a lot yeah. of, you know, nonsense. Anyway. It's best. That, that, that's awesome. That's yeah. the great thing now about obviously the internet. There's yeah. So the much YouTube. at your fingertips. Yeah. You, you can just, just look this stuff up and, right, and right. find it everywhere. But yeah, you used to have to go to a museum and check things out like a library. Yeah. I remember seeing, I think on Fridays, which is weird because I think Johnny Carson was on five days a week, mm-hmm. but he more often than not did not work the Friday. Right. He would have and, a guest host. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but I do remember seeing some of the, so, some of the, the, the Johnny Carson. Sh- I mean, it was a, it was a great show. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. a lot about Steve Allen or Jack Parr Jack or any Parr, of those right, guys, right, but, but they, I mean, Joey Bishop and any of those guys. <laughs> right. You got anything on those? I, guys I, the, those I've only seen those shows. Uh, obviously, all on uh, yeah, YouTube yeah. Or, or the old history. The uh, not a fan. Steve Allen. I mean, yep. he's a guy. I'm obviously a Letterman fan. If you see some of his old stuff, Letterman is aping him at some point very early on. Right. Like, right. Clearly and I, and a fan. I say that. Yeah, a huge fan. Obviously, he is. And yeah. uh, it's like this is how it's supposed to be done. This is right. This guy yeah. was doing it, like it, which is kind of funny because Dave's obviously a big Johnny Carson fan, which is part of the whole folklore. Right. But uh, he actually went back, you know, when he started a show. Well, I think. Well, and, I think he he probably didn't want to cop to the Carson thing because exactly. You know, like when you see a comic and you're like, well, no, I love what they do, and their timing is super addictive. Right. I get addicted um, when I follow uh, Jimmy Pardo. You're right. Todd Glass, you I had the run. same cadence. Yeah. And <laughs> my friend worked with Todd Berry one week, and all of a sudden we saw him after the whole week he worked with him. Yeah. And his delivery was just so much slower and calmer. And it was, you really do it. You start picking yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah, you pick up some timing. And as long as the words are coming out of your game. Right, yeah, they're coming good. out. And yeah, yeah, they're, and they're it, yours. So it, it's I, I always wonder, is it, does that, does everyone notice or is it just the people close to you? Do they pick up on it? They're like, oh, I, oh, I notice that there's a, I see a, what's happening. a little subtle difference all yeah, of a sudden yeah. from you working with them. So, so did you, so Carson was on more than 30 years, right? Or just 30 years? I Who think knows? it was right at 31. So yeah, 92, 90. Yeah, I think 30 years. I think yeah. 30, yeah, just, just. 30. I think he was a numerologist and he decided to and check he decided out. That, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, I'm done now. And he had comics on a lot. He was, yeah. I mean, it was, and it was the big thing. Obviously. Right. And people, and people do expect as a late night host, even if you have no stand up background, to put stand-up comedy on the, right. on the program. Right. Which is interesting, because Letterman, I mean, his stand-up, from what I've heard of the stories in the 70s, is yeah. that he didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't want to be a stand-up. <laughs> and he, he, he wanted to be a talk show host. Yeah. And it all worked out for him. Yes. And, uh, is that your phone? <laughs> That's my phone. <laughs> That's awesome. No, mine <laughs> usually goes off, don't worry. And, uh, so, um, 
Right. No. He never, he never went back. Like all the other guys, at least obviously Leno, uh, you know, while he was doing the Tonight Show, every weekend you'd hear he'd fly, yeah. he'd fly down to Vegas, he'd be doing corporates. Like Letterman, comedy once he and was magic. Done, yeah. He would be walked away. Yeah. The comedy and magic every Sunday. Yeah. I mean, Le- Leno is a comic. Yes. I mean, Joan Rivers is a comic. Right. And did stand up until they died. Yes. And Letterman was a guy who did stand up and liked it. Yeah. But was not what he wanted to do in life. Right. And, and he was happy doing those four monologue jokes four nights a week. And, and that's, yeah. And, and that's that, it. and that being the, yeah, the breadth of it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't miss it, obviously. It's, uh, it's, you know, and then there was this whole thing about sitting at panel and stuff and. Yes, that's one of the, the my favorite things about Light Night. And this is why I love it because there's so much it really is in the scope. You know, you say in the mid fifties when the, you know, uh, Steve Allen and, and Parr begin the Tonight Show back then. It's it's crazy all the drama that's gone on amongst in this kind of late night, you know, thing. I guess there, there there's been some daytime talk show feuds and stuff like this. There's so many feuds and the legends in the in the late night uh, lore. You know, you mentioned Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers getting her own show opposite Johnny Carson because she thought she was going to get. Johnny Carson. Uh, the Johnny Carson show when he was done, and then mm-hmm. it turns out she wasn't, so she thinks oh, I'm going to go my own. And then this, the guy who basically made her a star, Johnny Carson, won't talk to her, to, you know, even on his deathbed, he won't, you know, make amends anymore. And- well, yeah, there was a lot of hoopla about him, and I remember Jimmy J.J. Walker. Yeah. I worked with him accidentally once, and, uh, <laughs> nice guy. Nice yeah, guy offstage. Sweetheart of a gentleman. Yeah. And, I think um, a Letterman buddy. Because yeah, Letterman, and a Letterman has on once a year. Like right, there's those those guys. He's had those guys on once a year. And the yeah. weird thing about, and and he would talk about back in the early '70s how you had to clear everything by Johnny Carson, and you're yeah. like, but he would he would get to be on Merv Griffin, and um, and all the other all of the other shows. The the I forget all of the other names right. of the of of those afternoon shows. Right, everything. Yeah. They would have yeah, these afternoon shows. And he would come on and he would do it every two, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't even vet it. They would be like, okay, it's you're doing five yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. and it just has to be TV ready. Please just uh, keep it together and not stuff you did last time. Right. And go to it and just come on. It, 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 just like a guest, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like you would expect a guest to it. Right. And, and right. And at that time, nobody was going on the shows to plug stuff as much. Right. Which is all they do now. That's it. That's the whole, yeah, the whole guise of the whole thing is to do that. That, that brings up where I was going with the, the Johnny Carson. It was the big deal, not only to get the show that at that time was the pinnacle, uh, was to get on the Johnny Carson show, but he would do this thing that of course every comic knows about if, if he liked it or whatever was special that night, he'd call you over to the couch afterwards. Right. If you cracked him up. And this and is, yeah. And it this had is to part, be like a surprise to exactly, him. Exactly. Right. He's like, no, this guy's good. I want to, this guy's him. good. Have him come over. But, you know, looking back on it now, and I, I, I see the point. I've heard a p- few people make this point, and this is, again, just about late night and all the weird li- weird little quirks. Johnny Carson would have, and he was, you know, at some level a, a comic and a magician. He would go out and, and do this and perform in Vegas as, mm-hmm. as a routine. Oh, I think he was more of a comic than Letterman was. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But here, so here he has these comics, and it's their, it's their night, probably the night of their life, right, for most right. of them. Right, right, getting on. But they had to earn coming over to the couch, whereas... You could have been – I'll give you an example. I saw Johnny Carson the last year he was on. I got – my sister was getting married in L.A., and I came out to see her, and she got me tickets to – Oh, to see a live yeah, taping. So it was a month before he retired. Oh, that's awesome. It was amazing. And uh, the – Was it a good night? It was or was great. it – Okay. It was fantastic. In fact, it was hit and miss there that last sure couple of years. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but this is when all the all the greats started coming back. Oh, right. If it was goodbye. the last month, it would the be – so Yeah. Oh, Jonathan, I saw two nights in a row. Um, wow. Jonathan Winters and Ron Williams one night. Yeah. And then the other night was uh, a little less. Dabney Coleman. Mm-hmm. And then the second guest – I don't even remember her name. I've never heard from her again. She was the second lead actress on a show called – I want to say The Tortellis – Okay. Which was a spinoff of Cheers. Okay. Okay. So that that was the guest. That person was allowed. So not Rhea Perlman. Yes. Right, but right. <laughs> somebody. Exactly. The real Perlman of that spinoff show was on. <laughs> so I've heard comics make the point. I, I, I think it's a good one <clears throat> that that person was allowed to come on the show and sit on the couch and be interviewed. But a comedian right. who's at the top of their game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, hasn't just landed their first you know, oh, right. audition and nailed it. They just it perform and, and then they're out. 
but they they have oh, to earn. So people get over. mad at that. People are mad. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of anger that Carson oh, made people do that. Like obviously stuff. some people love it. It's one of you hear Jerry Seinfeld talk or some of those guys. They're like, it was such a big deal. Wondering if Johnny was good. Well, it's it's also kind of a, a jerk move that he was making. Well, it's, people yeah, mad. it's weird that. <clears throat> you think that you've you've hit it, yes, and then you've got to worry about something else. Right, You're like, exactly. Well, Why do I need you? to think about that? <laughs> right, and I'm at go, the top of my game. I'm just going to go tell some people, jokes, yeah. and then if you want to come and talk to me, you should right. come find me. Right. Why? Um, and, uh, why? Why? Why this night of all nights? Do right. I have to why worry? the extra? The extra thing. And again, it's not like it was a uh, a holy couch over there. There were a lot of you know what I mean, like uh, oh right, right. Or the, the they had Danny Coleman. Bird, <laughs> yeah, the person yeah. who did Bird. Poor call. man's Gene Hackman. Yes. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> exactly. guy's. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I like Danny Coleman. The world's anyway. oldest woman, you know. Yeah. They, they oh, would right, have right. They're the, the animal people. Exactly. So, yeah, it's... um. Yeah, they would they would have a skunk that would pee on Johnny's shoulder. Right, but I, I don't know who could follow that. The comedian. I don't, I don't know over. who's going to follow yeah, that. Though. Exactly. That's actually quite hard. Maybe it, maybe, it, maybe you don't want to go over it. It's, but I, I think, I mean, maybe it was something about stand-up. You know, there's also this illusion that stand-up comics are super competitive. Yeah. And I have not, I mean, I've met competitive people that sure. are stand-up comics. Yeah. Those are people I do not hang out with. I'm just <laughs> like, wow, why don't you just do your fucking time and get the hell and out of my go. face? Yeah, there's no reason to hang there's out. There's no anymore. reason to badmouth or, or be all mad and sit in the back and go, what is she talking about? You're like, what's that? You know, you know that old joke? How many comics does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> Three, two to screw in the light bulb, uh, one to screw in the light bulb, and two to talk about how much, he, how long he's been up there. How long he's been doing. <laughs> <sighs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't know all of them. And that's, clearly joke jokes are not my forte because I fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why that, that it proves you're a stand-up. That's why I always love when people come up after a, a comedy show and they're like, let me tell you a joke. And then they tell you the joke joke and you're like, what? Did I've you heard just that. See, I didn't, I didn't do any joke jokes. Like, right. I, I was telling stories up there. Mm-hmm, it was kind of, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different thing. But, uh, yeah, it, I felt the same thing when I first started getting in people, like I read a few books and stuff like that and people were like, oh, it's a real cutthroat and, and I've never found that. In fact, I, by and large, I think yeah. most people are extremely, uh, helpful and friendly and they, it's Our almost support. like you're in the trenches together. Yeah. Now, I, I, it's probably one of those things where the, the people who are shine so, so much of a jerk. You know. Oh, that, right, right. That, that, they are, they, they are super that shiny. Those stories spread around so that that stands out more. It's much more fun for that to be out as the story. Than, right. So someone oh mentioned someone's Jackie name. Was so nice to me and she told me about this gig I should do when I'm in town. And right. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that right. didn't get out there as the. Not as much. And then somebody else mentioned some, some dingbat and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah I, that I, don't, guy. I, oh, yeah right. I, I don't hang out with that guy. Yeah. Uh, she's an idiot. I will not uh, be any <laughs> no part more. of her world. And, uh, yeah. So it is, I mean, it's, I think it's like every other job to some extent, you know, I mean, yeah. in, in 19, what, 97 or 98, a, a guy who ended up being a DJ, oh, it'd be so, so great this story if I could remember his name and then yeah. you could Google it. His name was Mitch. I don't uh-huh. remember his last name. Uh, he was a comic. He's a DJ in Denver, last I heard. Okay. And, uh, but he had one of the greatest lines about stand-up comedy. Uh, somebody, another comic came up and he said, I can't hang out with that guy. I don't know what to talk. That guy's not a, he's not a good comic. And uh-huh. uh, somebody goes, yeah, he's a really nice guy though. And, uh, and he goes, uh huh. But what it's, it'd be like if I were a plumber and somebody else was a really shitty plumber, what am I supposed to talk to that guy about? I can't talk to him about <laughs> plumbing. He, I don't respect his work, right? He's yeah. bad at what he does. So what, how do I talk to that guy? Yeah. And it was an amazing analogy of yeah. how to talk to other comics. That is not particularly forgiving. I mean, I, I, I am willing to be more than polite to comics that I don't, that are, that are just doing their job. Right. In my opinion. They're out there. Yeah. They're filled. They do stand up. That's my computer. I should probably oh, nice. turn okay, that down. Working. So what are, uh, what are your favorite shows like now? I mean, do you watch all of them still? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously there is a uh, a time limit that I can't catch every single one. Uh, I definitely stay up on uh, Conan is my my favorite probably since I don't know maybe ten years ago. I mean, I, Letterman's my all time favorite, right? Obviously, but I think Dave has started you know over the past decade phoning in a little bit. Well, it's great whenever whenever they think about taking it away from him or yeah. there's some sort of drama like when he's sleeping around or whatever. Yeah, right. It's uh it revitalizes it. It gets really good, exactly. It gets yeah. really He's like, "Oh, I, that's right. I used to care about this." I used to care. And, and you um, can see like uh, yeah. it's it's obvious. And that's what I that's I think why I love Conan so much. Conan seems like the Yeah, every Dave. day 
he, every day he really he wants to be there and he mm-hmm. wants to mess around and he wants it to be fun yeah. for everyone. And it's 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 a, my humor that I love to watch, like silly, just so I've heard that Kimmel sometimes. is amazing. Yeah, the, I don't I don't ever watch Kimmel. I, I'm not a huge Kimmel fan. Every time I've la- I, I I watch the show. Right. Um, every time I laugh, though, and this isn't it. it Obviously, his job is to make a great show. Right. Uh, uh, the show itself is good. I'm just not a Kimmel fan. Like, I've, he himself I has think never made me laugh. Like, it's always, like, let's say he's talking to someone. The, he's he's playing the straight man, which oh, is right. fine. He's, a, he's, he's the straight guy. But I hear he's a really good straight man. He's, he's, is he what is. I've, he's great. It's, but. Uh, but what I've also, I mean, I didn't start watching him because I am not a huge fan of Adam Carolla. Right, so that's the tie-in to the whole. And I don't know anything about Adam Carolla. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when you see somebody on the street and you're like, probably not going to like that guy. Yeah, right. I it's think, a I, I sweeping think I generalization that he shouldn't, that, that isn't fair. Yeah. But it's not for me. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and something tells me it's not going to affect Adam Carolla's, uh, career. The not fact that all. he doesn't yeah, get the Jackie Cation right. bump. <laughs> I think it's going to be. Today. It's a yeah. skyrocketing down. And right. now you've taken me with you. If, if you exactly get blackballed now. in this business exactly. now. Exactly. For... <laughs> and then I never tried to watch Carson Daly. Yes. But wasn't the, he, wasn't he musical? Yes, completely. <laughs> Carson Daly was, I don't even, I guess he would attempt, he was taking a swing at maybe doing a traditional talk show, but I mean, the, the monologue jokes were, were very bad. Right. And, and again, like you said, his start was really musical. And actually, I think he does the show, his show's really changed now, it's still on, but it's really probably what it should have been from the beginning, is, is more of a music and interview show. So he'll, he'll okay. talk to people, but he's not, he, he used to do a monologue. He used to do some sketches. And okay. It, it was really, wow, he I was, hate to say uh, it because he's had some good writers for the show, but it, it was just not his forte. It was bad. Right, just out of his wheelhouse. Yeah. So, it's, it's, and so he couldn't rise to exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, he's a bit of a haircut, you know, that guy. Like, yeah, like he's yeah. kind of shiny. Yes. And uh, you're like, okay. So, that, I mean, <laughs> and it's not that he doesn't have, uh, he's not intelligent or doesn't have valid yeah. opinions on stuff. It's just he's not really comic material. It's not right, really a comic exactly, kind of yeah. it, He's very, uh, you know, I think what made him a big hit on MTV, which is, you know, teenage girls and Total oh, right. Request Live and be like, oh, because he's super dreamy. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a good looking guy and he's very, uh, he's very, and I, I mean this in the best way, like vanilla. He's very, yeah. like, he's gonna, he's not gonna offend you. The, the, the worst thing he's gonna do is turn his hat backwards. You know, and right, which is the, vaguely the very rebellious, much, you know, um, but, <laughs> uh, which is fine. So that's I wish he almost would have from the beginning done the music angle rather than try and be one of the like late night guys, because I think I think he could have had a really cool show. Like there used to be some great music shows, you know, when we we're like, you know, the old Soul Train and uh, American oh, right. Bandstand and, uh, uh, you know, even late night used to have some of these old. Um, uh, who's the guy who watched the ball fall every yeah, year? Yeah, Dick, Dick Clark. And, Dick Clark. Yeah. Yeah. You love, love American Bandstand. I think that you mentioned it. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> I think he would have been better off just sticking to that, but he tried to again with the listen the list but, but, uh, the list of carnage on the late night talk right. show list but is he, huge. But he rose above it to some extent and and is still in the game yeah, as no, opposed to no guys doubt. like Arsenio, and and worse. I mean, Arsenio was good at what he did, yeah. and it and it lasted as long as it did. The reboot didn't work for some reason. Right. I think because the late night there's just too many. Of oh my them. god, yeah, it's crazy. And so it's hard to. It's 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 hard to find a niche kind of thing. How do you stand out in this? Yeah. Right. I mean, there's Alan Thicke and Chevy Chase trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pat Sajak. Oh right, yeah. right. Everybody, you were like, well, you're good at that one thing. Maybe right. Maybe you could just want to hear you do this. Yeah. Riffing in between a game show is much much different <laughs> right. than the, and, the and he's really there. good at riffing at that it's game fantastic. show. Fantastic. Yeah. You you, but, you enjoy watching that. Yeah, and then and then now they have a bunch. It's just a slew of dudes that I've never heard of. Yeah, James Corden not, has just come on. Not hard to do with yeah. me. I never yeah. heard of anyone, <laughs> right. but James Corden, like uh, Ferguson before him. Ferguson, before which was them. is a weird. They they went from Ferguson was a weird choice because yep. he was he had been a sitcom, you know, third I, banana yep. probably on that show, maybe fourth or fifth even. But even Conan, and, yeah, Conan oh, was Conan just a was writer like, yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Such a, a, yeah. a, a, a weird choice when they picked him. In fact, it's, yeah, he was it's, harangued. It's weird where they get the the people from. I don't know where they where, where they get the people from. They're not really looking yeah. at stand-ups t- exclusively. They're not really looking at interview people. Because if you thought about it, someone who'd be really good at it would be someone who's had a podcast, let's say for 10 years, right? Yeah. right? Like Adam Carolla, myself. People, just yeah, people that yeah, have the but, interviewing skill down, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Someone who'd been talking to people for a dozen yeah. years. Marin would be really good at mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's, and Pete Holmes had a podcast, so he right. got picked. Yeah. 
I loved his late night show. Yeah. By the way. I really loved it because it was, it was, it was different. He was doing some different stuff and he, what I really liked to do it. And actually uh, there's a couple of, I'm thinking, I think Conan did one. A couple other shows are doing this now where instead of just doing the live interview, they'll do a taped interview with someone. Really? And they'll do a longer version of it. So it doesn't come out just like the person's just there plugging something all of a sudden. Okay. You know what I mean? So they'll do what's obvious was probably at least a half-hour interview, and then they edit it down to five minutes. So you're getting some really good Oh, so you can stories. really get so into it. Yeah, they're they're deeper into it, and it's been – now you're just getting the good stuff instead of like, the hello, how you been? Great. Say, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Andy. Well, you the got band. a minute Wait and a half. And yeah. What were you plugging? And mm-hmm. when's that come out? You know, which takes up half the interview. So uh, Pete Holmes was doing that uh, okay. on his show, and it was it was so good. It was it was just a nice, different thing. Yeah. So, so really, Pete, all he was doing – I think that ended up being live on the show from the ones, you know, that I saw. I got to go to go to a couple and watch and then, you know, the ones I saw on TV. Right. He, it was just the, his monologue. And if he had a comic, uh, yeah. those were the two live things, you know, and maybe they do a skit uh, as well. But a lot of almost all the interviews were, were pre-taped things. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That sounds fascinating. It was really a nice different energy. You know, you, that's the other thing about late night. Like even, even when they give it to someone else, like James Corden, who's yeah. incredibly talented, but he's, he's, he's stuck in a box. He's in the format. They're, they're, yeah. He's going to come out, he's doing a monologue. Then he's going to do a bit. Uh, he's in the Fallon vein. So he's going to do something with dancing and singing, you know. Right. Uh, but no one's doing anything that different. Now, the Pete was doing a little different. I like What do you, what do you think? Cause Colbert loves to sing and dance. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Gosh, I think Colbert is, is so crazy because I loved, and I, everyone I talk to, I think has the same worry. Oh, uh, that, 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 that he's not, that gonna... he's not doing the character. Oh, that, that, how will it be not in character? Right. Okay. Because, because at some level, Colbert was around. We knew him. He was fantastic on The Daily Show. Right. Uh, he was fantastic on Strangers with Candy. But, and, and, you know, some other, there's a bunch of other movies he was, he had parts in, but he was never this huge icon. Where you're like, I love this guy until he did that character. Right, that character, so it's, it's, it's and you knew that go, it was a character. Yes, and so for him not to do that character will be really weird. It'll be weird because it's like we've seen now, him and before, he said that he's not going to like it. Yeah, but we love this. Like, is he? So is he not doing the character yeah, for a, sure? Yeah, he said he, he's not going to be doing the character on the show. So, okay. Uh, so to be, you know, again, that's what made his interviews great. You, you right, because he came from that crazy yeah, space. He never and, had to worry about what anyone was, was plugging. He could he could shit all over it. And, right. He could, yeah. You know, uh, that and, is interesting. That and make fun of yeah. It, it, it was so great because yeah, he made that every every interview was interesting because of where he was coming from. It didn't matter the guest even. Right, because he didn't have to be sincere. Yeah, exactly. And that is actually an incredible <laughs> power that yeah. uh, every other interviewer <laughs> has, has to, never has had to right, deal exactly. with. Exactly. That's very. So it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it. And and listen, he like you said, he's so talented. He can sing, he can dance, he can do all this stuff. Right. So, so if, if anyone can pull it off, of course it's him. But right. But it get, it might get super goony. And yeah. then have you have you watched the John Oliver? Yes. Yeah. In fact, and does he do interviews? I've only seen the, fifteen none that I've minutes. Seen, I've seen like he does I've fifteen minute seen chunks. Half a dozen. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's it, yeah. It's, it's almost like a it's a intensely more in depth. Daily show, like yeah, right. we're gonna we're gonna take one topic and cover it for half the show, and, right? You know, and it's it's really good, but yeah, I've never it's seen him smart, have a guest it's funny, it. it's it's what I've seen of it has been really good, yeah. but it doesn't ever he his sincerity is <laughs> comes from a stand up sensibility, right? Because he's clearly a stand up, yes, yeah. John Oliver is is clearly a guy who's like, well, I'm gonna make fun of this, right? And Colbert wasn't ever a stand-up. He was a sketch guy. Yeah. And improv guy. So, um, and right. I have not watched enough Larry Wilmore. I, I got rid of cable and I haven't seen Daily Show Colbert or even though I have Hulu yeah. Plus, I don't know why I'm not watching him. I haven't, uh, I've, I've watched a bunch just because he comes on after a Daily Show. So yeah, I, uh, I've seen Larry and I like him. I loved him on the Daily Show. It hasn't taken off, but I, it, it's one of those things. Might be a slow burn. Might be a slow burn. Obviously Conan. Cause he's, who was my is favorite, he in between was the that slowest and burn. at midnight? Yes. So yeah. it's Daily Show, and then the Daily new guy, show, yeah, Nightly Show, and then Trevor. Uh, Noah, yeah, Trevor Noah. That's yeah. it. He'll be taking and, over, and he'll be taking over. And he is—he's very dreamy. He's a handsome. Oh yeah, gentleman. you think he's, uh, yeah. he'll look good in a he'll look good in a suit? That's yeah. As a as a uh, Midwest man, I'm not allowed to say if I have feelings for him. Or not. Oh, that's so it. I have to keep that uh, hidden in the dark recesses. <laughs> in the dark recesses. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that he'd be. A, I this is my measuring stick for men. 
Um, if if I look at them and I think I would have got laid more if I looked like him, that that then I think that he's probably a good looking person. You're I right. Bet you, that is a that is a common that is a common that's a, that's, right? that's got to be a simple man of the people kind of way of looking yeah, at dudes. Right? Just be like, well, oh, if I, I look like that I guy, done better. I might have got some more action. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> if I could have brought my personality, teamed up with those looks. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to have a personality if you have those looks. <laughs> that's true. You know, so I would need this. You, you don't need to work that muscle. It's because uh, my my favorite old um. Old interview styles are those Dick Cavett ones because you were talking about Pete Holmes and, yeah, and the and yeah. the, the in depth stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dick Cavett would get just a mess of different people, and yeah. and literally just let them talk at each other, mm-hmm. and just sort of light it up a little bit here and there. Yeah. Just hmm, and and he had his he would do a ten minute monologue. Yeah. He there was no rush to get right. No, well, granted, his show was an hour and a half. Yeah, so he could he just take his sweet, right. sweet time. And some of it was good. And you know, I have all of the the compilations. Oh, do you like the, yeah. the DVDs? And yeah, yeah, the DVDs. And but the he's cut them down because he's no fool. Because he even knows. It yeah, even right. he knows that there's there's that some of that stuff is just clock eater <laughs> stuff. So nobody needs to sit through that. <laughs> Well, that's but, even the Tonight Show for a while it was an hour and a half. Was an hour uh, and a half. Yeah, yeah. But they'd have. you know what I'd love is I would love to have um sort of a Carol Burnett kind of situation, which was also an hour and a half and was a sketch show, and was a lot of physical comedy that yeah. I don't that I don't see anymore. Yeah. But I think like Michelle McCarthy could oh, do it. Yes. Yeah. He and have a variety show there, yeah. Yeah, with I mean any number. I mean yeah. The Los Angeles. If you ever come to Los Angeles, uh, please go see. A hundred free shows with everybody who should be famous because there's so much talent here Mm -hmm. that it's chaff. It's just like, well, you're incredibly gifted. Uh, you have a tick in your eye <laughs> and, uh, we can't put you on television because it'll make people uncomfortable. You're too tall. Yeah. You're right. Next you're to not Tom tall Cruise. enough. You're too next tall. Next to Tom Cruise, you'll make him look short. So right. You, right. Yeah. And everybody's right. supposed to do 1900 sit-ups so that they can sort of look, <laughs> yeah. which is why I can't tell any of them apart anymore. Oh, that's a good point. And yeah, granted, that they almost, yeah. I, you know, I am not 25 either. So maybe yeah. if I were 25, I could tell other 25 year olds apart. But, yeah, that's true. It's right. If you're part of the group. Yeah. yeah and I was like, but they all have that same sort of weird and especially the bearded guys it's just <laughs> yeah. a mess and granted i mean thankfully it's fading yeah the bearded youth it's movement is yeah. uh is going going the way of all things i am i don't know you can describe to the audience this is uh have a little scruff a little scruff this is about three weeks of not shaving so i even if i wanted oh, to jump hilarious. on the hipster bandwagon yeah. i could not do it uh, this so is this actually was, perfect this was a good I don't know what would you do. You think this beard thing's lasted six years? Uh, the, where the beard's gotten hot, I, it kind of. I started. wish you had said that that beard was six years. Ago. <laughs> it wouldn't be much different <laughs> if I had waited six years. I honestly, right? Uh, but it, what it, it looks like, it's, it's got sort of that Miami Vice kind of. It uh, does. Does it have a little George Michaelish? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, fate just sort of the, the era, except for not 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 quite as dense because I yeah, think that he is, was her suit. This is yes, he was yeah, very, he's a super hairy dude. So I I felt bad for these past uh, few years that yeah, even if I had wanted the the goatee or the Van Cleft for. All these things, I I can't I can't do anything with them. Well, you know, so one of the it's nice that the clean shaven's coming back. A couple episodes me. ago, I did Ian Ian uh, Abramson on the show. He was uh-huh. on the show. I don't know if you know him. I, I don't. Know but him. he uh, he paints a mustache on his face, mm. like uh, like um, like Groucho? Groucho. Yeah. Except for that, it's <laughs> uneven. And so purposely it, uneven. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like he took a sharpie and just went. <laughs> and so he was sitting by, and before the show started taping, I was like, "What's with the what's with that?" <laughs> yeah, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, it's a joke," and I was like. All right, that is a commitment <laughs> yeah, to uh, <laughs> to I don't know ink poisoning, and I think he was doing a sketch that day. I think, he, and I was okay. like, "That's got to be hard to get off." He goes, "Yeah," and I he, he said, "Did you think it was real?" And I said, "I am a simple woman of the people. <laughs> I thought maybe it was a scar or something." You know, uh, I don't know if you read Tina Faye's book, but she uh, talks about that bossy pants. Bossy that pants. One, yeah. yeah, she talks about that scar on her face, <laughs> right. and she said, "Whatever." Uh, she knows exactly the kind of person you are if you ask within the first two hours of meeting her or whatever, <laughs> right, right, right. uh, about her scar. And I would have been the kind of person <laughs> that she mentions. Goes, and then there's always someone who's like, Oh, did a ska- cat scratch you? <laughs> right. And, you, you, you're taking stabs. Right. Stabs she, not a good word, but, uh, well, and she swings would, <laughs> it at what, what happened. Well, yeah. And she said, those dum-dums. I, I always have time for those dum-dums. <laughs> I, I would have been one of those dum-dums. Yeah, <laughs> cause, yeah. cause quite honestly, until I heard that book, I was like, she has a scar in her face. I didn't even know. 
associated with Scarlett. <laughs> I've never looked that closely at her face. I don't know. I, you know, I, it's one of those, I was watching, is it, maybe this is the Sarah Pela where she was doing all those, oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Sarah at Live. Um, I just one, one week just noticed it. And I, it, it had been years, obviously. Right. She'd been around. And then just one week I was she like. She must have turned her face right, in just such a the way. right way. And I was like, huh, did you, what you know, said to my wife, did you see that? And she's like, no, what? And, you know, now you can mm-hmm. pause and rewind and like, she's like, oh yeah. And then I looked it up and, you know, oh, yeah. the, the, the Scar on history, face. you know, from when she was a kid. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and she, and the greatest reason for never telling the story. Yeah. Which was, uh, then she would be asked about it because I, uh, when I first started doing stand-up, I heckled Sam Kinison. That was the first comic I ever saw. And you heckled him? And I heckled him. Oh, wow. This Guess is what awesome. happened? It doesn't end well. Uh, <laughs> Flora's mopped up with me because I heckled, and I was drunk as a wheelbarrow, yeah. right? As, if that's a thing. That's a thing, right? Yeah. And he was, I don't believe <laughs> well, I've ever used that term. That's, that's a good, it does make sense though. It's bowl full of liquor. Tippy. Yeah. And, uh, and he was coked up and, and, and uh, off the reservation. Yeah. I got a lot of euphemisms, you guys. And, uh, but I told, I told the story and now and and i put it on my website i was like oh well this will take care of it it'll just be in print someone can cut and paste uh nope everyone needs me to tell the story over and over and over again and i was like i should take it off my website and never (laughs) bring it up again and uh but yeah, I think it's too late. That's a, but that's a what a great uh, introduction to stand-up comedy. Introduction and in, in like a badge, right? Like even a, a yeah. drill Scottish, you know, badge that you heckled him, uh, Sam, and and that you got mopped well, forward, right? Like that's a it's like a Rickles-esque kind of thing. It's that, Rickles-esque, but it's also uh, there's no way that I can ever be mad at a heckler. Because, because, uh, because it, yeah. I, it's everything I deserve. That's so funny. Everything I deserve in life. I, I come from the opposite. I, I went with, I loved stand up before I started. Okay. And I took a girl on a date one time. She said, Hey, I got tickets. This is back, uh, probably early nineties, I guess. So the, you know, maybe the comedy club boom is just going down. Right. At, at and Zanies in Chicago bunch. or there's something. Still a bunch. It, this is when it was, I think it was like a strip mall one. You know what okay. I mean? Where the, like, oh, that was only there for here. a year and a half exactly. and gone. And, uh, so she goes, I got uh, free tickets to the comedy club. Do you like comedy? Yeah, let's go. And I, it was a, my first date with this girl. I didn't really know her. Always and a good idea. So, <laughs> Take your first exactly. date to the comedy club. Now, now I know all row. this stuff. Yeah. As a comic that, you know, you find these people in the audience just like this, but she got drunk mm-hmm. and I had seen a bunch of comedy like, uh, um, yeah. By this, I knew at this point, don't heckle, don't do that, you know, then keep it together, people keep it together. But she got drunk and started going, started yelling at the, the guy. And then of course, because I'm there, yeah. and, you know, she, he doesn't, she was a cute girl. He didn't want to go over the top on her and right. make the audience mad at him. So he lays, he starts going into me. Sure. And, uh, yeah, he mopped the floor with me. Cause he knows me. better. He yeah. knows better than to attack. Cause it doesn't matter. Even if you're a woman attacking a woman heckler for some reason. Audience still on the side of the woman heckler. Really? Always. Always. Oh, I didn't just know that. Because I thought that was the, that would be the one thing you'd, you'd, you'd get credit for is that oh, it, no. it was an even fight or something. You would think. Kinda. You yeah. would think. Nope. No. For some reason they're like, oh, she's really, oh, that, that idiot woman is, is an idiot. And you're like, <laughs> and we yes. feel bad for her. Yeah. Yes, she's an idiot. Yeah. That's Someone what I'm needs to kill her, uh, emotionally just for a minute. <laughs> just for tonight. Uh, just a, she just won't even, that's the crazy part of them feeling bad. Yeah. Most of these hecklers won't even remember. No. Right? Bam- Stanford, my favorite line, heckler yeah. line in Salt Lake City is, uh, this, <laughs> this woman is being ejected or this guy is being ejected. I forget who it was, but Maria goes, this is going to be your, f- the best first AA share ever. You go, you go. And, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, That's awesome. yeah, but it's, it's so, but okay, so do you watch other kinds of late night television? Do you watch yes. like uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah, Saturday Sketch Night Live uh, uh, as well. I think that's what I mean. It, it's kind of grown up in the the eighties and then the nineties. And the and again the the three. You know, I started by mentioning. It's good that parents, I think, make you watch right. things you don't want to watch and hear yeah. things you don't. Want to, and maybe that was the good thing about the three stations. There was only so much. There was so there was plenty of crap. Like there's not. Plenty of crap now. This is the golden age, I think it's. Yeah, we're in like, a golden if, age of TV. If you're not finding something to like, if you're one of these people that's still like, there's thousand channels and nothing on, you know, you're an idiot. You're not <laughs> right. looking. What, what shiny thing yeah, are you, exactly. what do you, what do you, what do you like? Right. But at that point, when there was just three channels, then there really was, there was a lot of crap on TV. You know what I mean? That, that three's company, I mean, I'm sure if you watch now, I loved it. 
I'm sure if I watched now, I'd be like, oh boy, this was. This oh, was let me tell you something, end. Jack Tripper. Talk about physical comedy. Great physical comedy. Right. <laughs> that guy nailed it. <laughs> he was fantastic. That's and, how I remember and it. And the but first, I would say, I would, Furley, I would right? bet I the first the three Ropers. seasons. Yeah. Of of Three's Company were probably great. Yeah, you're right. And then, I haven't seen it in 30 years, yeah. but I bet you it's great because the first uh, t- two or three seasons of almost everything pre- that is pretty good. Right, and is then pretty good. Yeah. I've been uh, rewatching a lot of Barney Miller lately. Oh, I uh, love Barney Miller. Yeah, because we have a we have a um, antenna. Yeah. Oh, so we you also, get it over the... Well, yeah, we get like Me TV, me TV? and This yeah, they, TV. They serve, and, I love it. The old Dick Van Dyke shows. Yeah, they show like the that, hell out. Yeah. And Carol Burnett. They yeah. had the one... They had Carol Burnett. Literally, I was laughing so hard that I cried. Yeah. But again, they're editing it down to the, you know the, the best the, forty the best up. Yeah. But remember that. Um, what's my line or whose line is it anyway? Or with with proofs. Yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it? Yeah. Anyway? I get them all next time. Yeah. But um, they used to shoot those for like two hours and right. then cut it down to forty two minutes. That to, yeah. Exactly. Which is important, I think, yeah. for for sketch and 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 improv and all that stuff. Yeah, especially when you're you're doing stuff off the top of your head. I mean, yeah. You you it almost gives you more free reign. It's not you all you don't gold. have to you don't have to think you every make... word out of my mouth better be good. And that's I feel that yeah. on stand up, right? Like if I if I go too long like if I all of a sudden have a new bit and it's a story or something like that, and oh, I yeah. don't have the beats worked out, and so everything's I, I eight minutes, in, to I bring begin it with. in the middle of my act, and I've been getting a certain, you know, and I'm not one of these guys like four laughs a minute or whatever it is, you know, these guys yeah, laugh yeah, per minute guys. guys. But there is something when all of a sudden I can feel it in my my bones, where all of a sudden I'm like, wow, you've just been talking and there hasn't been a laugh, like it starts <laughs> creeping up on me. So yeah, I think on the sketch side, those guys even more so, but they need it. They need, I mean, we're, we're more planned, so we're right. scripted. So. Right. It's, it's scripted and planned and it should work up. Even though, you know, they filmed, um, set list a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, British TV, I believe. Did oh, it. did they? Yeah. yeah, yeah it was Paul it. Provenza and Troy Conrad, uh, to have this show called set list. It's awesome. Go to setlistshow.com. It's a great idea. And you get a list of topics. You're, you're given topics as you stand on stage and you're supposed to pretend you've been doing those jokes for a long time. This yeah. I'm telling to the Rangers. You know. Yes, I know. Steve, well, of course. Steve Mason. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, um, but the, the so thing some is. Of the topics is, you have no idea before you get on stage. Right. And they did that for the shooting as well. Yeah. So clearly they had to do, they had to shoot for longer. Right. Because people are screwing around trying to find the funny yeah. in your weirdo topic. Yes. And it all worked out. But again, like if you watch at midnight, you know, the, the, yes. the, the yes. points never add up right. correctly because they shoot for 45 <laughs> minutes course. to an hour. Yeah. And it's a 22 minute show. And they're yes. like, well, it's not all going to be gold, you guys. <laughs> One of my friends, uh, was going on and he's like, he's like, I, I've been watching it. He wasn't, he, he didn't know the show. Really. Right. I mean, he knew it, but he didn't, he didn't watch it. And it's another one I watch. Uh, it's a late night show, obviously. So, uh, sure. I told him, I was like, he, he's like, I can't, they, everything everyone says on there, it's great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do they think of it so quick? I was like, they, they don't think of it so quick. They don't like, think of it so quick. I don't, you're given an hour. You're given an you hour on. and they, they tell you the topics and then you write towards those topics. He's like, right. he's like, oh, someone told you that? I was like, no, I just, I can tell that just by watching because there's right. no way. I said nobody's that funny. Nobody's that funny. There's that a couple quick. of rounds that but, are that are instantaneous, yes. but they're not. They those stand you out. You can tell, right? And and like, so, ah, okay. It's it's they have they have a different energy to it. Yes, them. and, and every, everyone who is just thing immediate response right. with something very very clever and deep and uh, right. genius all Political. of a sudden seems a little more like ah, like they're that they're tossing out an idea. Do you like that? Yep. I'm not as confident in this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In that round. So it's I mean and. And it's fun because you can also blow off what what you've written in if you come up with something while you're sitting there. Right, right. So exactly. and just riff Change off of somebody else's yeah, stuff. Something. And you're supposed to riff on the other contestants, so whatever. Yeah. But it's it's all it's all now John Stewart's going away. John Stewart, yeah. So Trevor coming yeah. in. So Trevor coming in. It's I haven't been watching John Stewart uh, yeah. for the last six months since we got rid of cable or yeah. whatever. And um it's always good. I mean, he he does not have a problem. He has that stand-up sense sensibility like John Oliver that that because it's not a character, he can just make fun of it. Right, right. Well, he maybe just... Colbert will go with that. I'm I'm back at Colbert because yeah. I I really want Colbert to shine in no this doubt. in yeah. this situation. And he's taking Letterman spot, so I mean, that's And yeah. I don't know that he'll have stand-ups. Yeah. He he might. Yeah, he might, oh, that's true. I didn't but even he's think more of that. band people. Mhm. Yeah, he obviously loves yeah, music. The, 
the the person who has stand up more than anyone is Conan. He yeah. has him. Though I hear Larry Wilmore is having stand up. Oh, really? He's yeah. going to do that's how that's, uh, that's he's had a couple, I guess. That's strange. I haven't seen. Yeah. yeah, none of the episodes I've seen are those. And Kamau, do you remember Kamau? Yeah, Kamau. In yeah. fact, I started with Kamau in San Francisco. Okay. Well, yeah. he, he had been doing it a couple years before me. Right, but, right. Yeah, but so you he, know from the San Francisco yep. scene. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, um. He's got a new show, I guess. Oh, good or, for him. or yeah. a pilot or something. Yeah. And um, but he had he had stand-ups a couple of times when he had that show on FX. Right. Which then they moved to FXX. And every and everyone lost it. Right. Everyone had, lost it. It was nobody... doing great, and it was that was one of those that so it was another little late night show. So. Doing great. It was doing and, really great once a week. They, and then they went to, yeah, I think it was four nights a week then. It might have been five. It might have even been five. Which is crazy talk. Yeah. Like, well, how, sudden, how do you make something, like, not even Kamau wants to talk about race issues five <laughs> right, nights exactly. a, a week. And then, yeah, then and it just seems like, yeah, oh my God, yeah. He did a great episode of The Dark Forest where he re, we uh, we went frame by frame uh, or scene by scene of yeah. Rocky Two. Uh-huh. The movie Rocky Two. Okay, uh, it's a great episode. Yeah, where he cared too much about the Rocky Two movie. Okay, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot about um, his morals and Rocky's morals and Rocky's morals. Yeah, I yeah. have to listen to that. That's because yeah, I'm a big okay. a big Rocky fan. Sure, sure. It's got it's got. You know, so that's you talk about, and this is the great the incestuous. You know, for the comedians that end up being uh, part of these shows. So another San Francisco. Uh, Kevin Avery, yeah, comedian, wrote for Kamau Show, right? And now he's writing on John Oliver's show. Oh, good. So yeah, it's one of those things. Like that—that's the other cool thing. So I was seeing a lot of these writers that that float around and uh, yeah, you know, end up on the different shows and all these like the guys that wrote for Carson that that weren't writing for him then went. Some of them went and did uh, the Joan Rivers show when she did it, and right. they got blackballed and they couldn't get other late night shows. And, right. But w- from what I've from what I've heard of 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 staffing stuff, Conan does a really good job of of keeping staff and yes, and not yeah, and not a lot loyal. of turnover. Yeah. And um. Leno as well. Yeah. Leno was really good. I think the last couple of years there was more shakeups than normal, but he right. was from every, you know, people. Yeah, that first run. Yeah, people mock Leno pretty, pretty harsh. Yeah. And, and he's just, I, I think he's a guy that doesn't ever want to stop working, you know? So he right. gave it away and then he was like, oh shit, I didn't want to give that away. And you're like, well, you already gave it away. Yeah. yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, no, I'm, I'm me. I can take it back. Right. Well, that's and, what I mean. Like if, if you wrote that in a book or it was in a movie, like that this guy's get you. You would be like, this would never happen in real life. That mm-hmm. that someone was given the Tonight Show mm-hmm. five years before he would take over. That the number one guy was never told about it, right? And then he was still number one when that happened. And then that guy would take an earlier show in the evening. And everyone in the country knew he was just waiting for it to go wrong. Right. So he could move back into that. It's just so crazy. Like, again, yeah. you, you wouldn't believe it if someone told you. If, right. If we didn't all see it happen. Right. And then, like, I don't even know. And then the, a couple of years later, the same thing happens. Like, he's still number one, and they bring in another younger guy. To right. Him but this right. time it works. And this time, for some reason, it works. Yeah. And then, did you watch uh, Chelsea Lately? Did you yep. ever watch yeah, that? Yeah, Chelsea, yeah. That was a. I did. I actually got to mess. do warm up a oh, couple times on Chelsea lately. Was that? Now I hear stories about warm up where yeah. it's. Uh, I I did it one time. What time? And, uh, well, and I, I, this is how I get it. I I I don't um, go after those gigs, but they fall in my lap every now and then because I'm right. a clean comedian. Right. So a lot of times people think, oh, you know, let's get hey, Steve. Let's get this guy, but <laughs> I'm not. You know, we worked together before. I'm not Mr. High Energy, like jump around the stage with. I think right, those you don't guys own your be... own T-shirt cannon. Yes, is what exactly you're telling right. Me. Yeah, I rent. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, but it's still and it, like I said, I'll, I can get the job done, and it, it's I like it for uh, every once in a while doing this kind of thing. Right, because it's a hell of a paycheck. Yes, it's, it's a great perfectly paycheck good paycheck. And, yeah, it, and you're like, okay, so it's three hours of babysitting, and um, I guess I'll do it. But it's it's not. It's, I did the Ricky Lake show, which oh, wow. I mean, yeah. the different was shows. Was the original Ricky Lake? I don't know. It was two years ago. How okay. many, so how many Ricky the, Lake shows? Is, yeah. That, that, I think the, so she went away for a while and then came back almost Arsenio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not know what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, sure. Yeah. I will run around <laughs> like a crazy person and try to get these people excited. Yeah. But the only question I could think of. To ask anybody, I was like, does anybody know any songs from Hairspray? Anybody want to sing some songs from Hairspray? <laughs> Which at one point I saw Ricky Lake just fucking glaring at me. And wow, then so she, was... she kind of laughed. Yeah. I mean, I also saw, I, cause I, I looked at her, I was like, 
my Ever my and she was and she was like she just kind of waved her hand she okay. was like fine and uh because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and i'm just like it reminded me i had a weird short-lived very short-lived i think i did four baseball it was the st paul saints was a was you got to call a game no no i was oh. the fan in the stands for oh, channel wow, 23 and awesome. minneapolis minnesota and um well, i don't know anything about sports <laughs> and even worse than that I don't care anything yeah. about sports, but I said, sure. I think it paid $150. <laughs> I was 12 and I was like, I need $150. Sure. So I'm yeah, running that's a, around, that's a big money. but I made every single interaction political <laughs> for some weird reason. I was like, well, what does the East German judge think? Or what, <laughs> yeah, how do right. we discuss? And, and, and the references weren't even good because the Soviet <laughs> Union had been <laughs> gone for years yeah. and. <laughs> That's so, awesome. It's a it's a weird it's a weird gig. It's, it, it's weird, and again, comedians are the people that do it. But it's not it's not stand up really. It uh, isn't. You know, hear- Jimmy Jimmy Pardo. You mentioned Jimmy Pardo. He was doing it. He's one of those guys that he would do stand up when he was doing it. So it can be different it can from be, shows. Yeah, it can be different from show different to show. shows. And I think the crowd itself dictates a lot of it. Like sometimes, like uh, some of these shows have a big following, so it doesn't matter. Like people are there, they're excited. You just need to keep their enthusiasm. Yeah, I I think Conan was just a fan of Jimmy Pardo, so he yes, was like, yeah, do whatever exactly, you want. Yeah, that's what just I've do whatever you want. And, and then Bob Oshak is doing uh, at midnight. At midnight. I heard right, and he just does stand up. Yeah, and it's um, I I wouldn't mind if it were just a stand up. Right, if it gig. was a stand up kick, yeah, yeah. But, where and, uh, and then, but a lot of them are where you're giving away t shirts, right? T shirts, and then and again, trying to keep people excited. Yeah, Midnight brings in some people. Conan's obviously got a fan base. Yeah, um, but a lot of these shows that that the opportunities come up with are a lot of like paid audiences or it's a more like you said almost like Ricky Lake obviously they're excited and they're to see Ricky Lake but she probably doesn't have the fan she did 20 years ago right the, so now it's you're you're basically performing for other out of work actors right paid audiences yeah. 15 bucks a pop yes. uh are just sitting there for hours on end with no water yeah. and poor <laughs> bastards i did comics unleashed and um Weirdly, more unleashed than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, when you watch it on television, you're like, wow, those people are super leashed. Yes, uh, very but, leashed. Yeah. But it's one of those situations where they tape a longer set and then they cut it down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> comics unleashed. But the poor bastard who was, uh, <laughs> he was lucky because he was doing warm up, but he also, they have a DJ. Right. So there's he's music. Gotta, gotta go so he's got a good music. Uh, he's got yeah. a dude that can play something that's exciting enough yeah. that'll get people back in the, Excitement times. Yeah. But he, I think he does three shows a day sometimes, Baron Al, Byron Allen. Right, right. They were, they'll tape those. Yeah. That's and a, some of those audiences are there for, for four, four or five thing. hours. Yeah. And you're like, well, this doesn't seem fair. It's that's, the yeah. hardest way to make $15 much, in your say life. You, let's say you, you kill. Let's say you do just stand up and you right. kill at that. That doesn't mean that people are going to be excited for an hour because they've just seen you laugh. Like you right. need to do something else. You, it really needs to be a cheerleading kind of thing. Like pump people. The guys that are great right. at it, they they ease the crowd in, and then right before the show starts, they're at this kind of maniacal kind of yeah. excitement for what's about to happen. Yeah, but my I think that that's yeah, hard. No one, yeah, to get that right vein, like right. That that's got to be a pacing. That's a learn. Talk about a learned skill. Mm-hmm. The pacing on that, where you keep them entertained, you keep them focused, you keep they're having a really good time, and then you're like, "Are you guys ready to have a better time right. yeah. than you, what we've been yes. having?" You can't. Yeah, you can't wear them out if they have too good a time. Right. Then, then the show starts, and the show's almost right. a little bit of a disappointment. Right. You like, don't want. We're just having fun and. Right, you gotta tape, you gotta tap down your own genius. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta gotta rein this in. I did, uh, one of the ones I got in was, uh, Deal or No Deal. Okay. When it first started. Yeah. And this is before it became a hit. So it was all paid audience numbers, 400 people. Wow. And, uh, they didn't know what, you know, they're working out all the kinks, you know what I mean? Right? The angles, how, how are, are we gonna, are we gonna have a close up every time they open the, the, the oh, girl so the opens the box? Was, was... Uh, come? Yeah, so it took, it was literally a 15 hour day wow. to get through maybe a show and a half. Oof. Um, and they, so the people there all day, and like you said, they don't, the half time they don't feed them if they get water or yeah, snacks. Yeah, bathroom breaks or... So I finally come out, they give me some candy to give these people. Yeah. And the, the people are angry at me, like they get it, you know, that's, as a, these good warm up guys, 
They yeah. somehow make this thing where they're part of the audience, and they, them and the audience are against it, it, everyone. It, right? They're, we're in this together. But I got they somehow I they put me as because people wanted to take bathroom breaks and right. food, and I, I had didn't have the power to tell them they could. right. So they they perceive me as part of the crew. I think if someone they, threw candy at me. I remember like I <laughs> I had just they wanted candy. I finally gave them candy. I turned my back and I felt I got Whap. hit in the back, and I was <laughs> who like did I was that? like a who teacher. That? I, exactly, yeah. that's what I said. I was like, who did it? Come on, someone, someone narc on the person. So right. Like, uh, yeah. oh, I have to tell you that, that I think if I did it, I would want to have my own PA. <laughs> like, yeah. could I have a PA that could escort people, <laughs> like, before people pass out and have heart attacks during the course of this event? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a kid that can escort this person to the bathroom and back. Like, yes. Like yeah. it's a, like it's a prison sentence, That's but the they get to go to the bathroom. It's yeah. not that big of a freaking deal. That's, yeah. Also, several dozen cases of water. And, yes, uh, let's let's keep them hydrated and keep them happy. Cause, yeah, yeah that, that's the whole thing. Like, your job is to keep them happy, but sometimes they handcuff you a little bit. Like, yeah. Well, well, now I'm just the person out there a- answering why they have to be here so long. I and, forget who yeah. who who does warm up for. Was it Eddie Brill who did warm up for Letterman for Letterman? Years? So that's another. Yeah, talk about some of the good drama behind the scenes, and he's uh, he features prominently in uh, Dying to Do Letterman. Oh, is Eddie, he? Yeah. So Eddie Brill, uh, which is your documentary on Hulu, free on Hulu for now. And there you go. And if you go to uh, Steve Mazon uh, dot com or at Steve underscore Mazon on Twitter, M A Z A N, uh, that's that's who I'm talking to, you'll Rangers. Find it. You'll there find you go. That's where we're all. So, uh, yeah, Eddie Brill, uh, did warm up for Letterman. Right. And, uh, he was also, which was a weird double edged, uh, oh, thing right. He, had. he, booked he was it. the booker of the, for the comedians. Right. For years. Yes. Forever, I think, right? And then, yeah. And then he ran into some trouble. This is post, uh, everything that happens in my documentary. Oh, is it really? Yes. Uh, oh, that's this, unfortunate. <laughs> that, uh, Cause you could have had some drama. Yeah. So did, he, did Eddie Brill book trouble. you eventually? Yes. Okay. Yes. He was the booker when I got on. Okay. So, um, so the culmination of this documentary is you doing five minutes of stand up on Letterman? I do, I do do, do five minutes of stand up on Letterman. I was on your website. I saw a picture of you standing next to Letterman on the like, set. Well, and I was yeah, like, oh, the, there you go. There. Yeah. It would be the worst documentary ever if there's <laughs> no pain. The filmmaker said that. No, nope, we don't care if you they die. They said there's two endings to this, <laughs> to this documentary. Uh, right. either you dying or you getting on Letterman. Yep. So you decide which one. So we were all very happy when that, <laughs> that was the outcome. When you neither died and you got to do a set. <laughs> and I got to do a set. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, the, 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 so Eddie Brill, like I said, is, is part of it. You know, it's great. I talked to a bunch of, you know, my love of late night. Yep. Uh, it shows in, in the movie, too. Uh, I talked to Jim Gaffigan, Ray Romano, Kevin Nealon. I saw the Regan, trailer. Um, yep. Um, a, a bunch of comics that have done Letterman and talking about the Jim Gaffigan, the same thing, like their love of late night TV, mm-hmm. what it means for a comedian to get, you know, that late night TV spot. Right. That, that credit where you can, you know, Gaffigan talks about it and it like about saying like. We all have that thing when we start comedy. People are like, "Oh, you could be making a living at it, mm-hmm. not never going to an office, a desk job." That might might be. People still ask dream. me if I ha- what my yeah. real job is. Yeah, but what do you really do? Or yeah. like, oh, you so know, do you, until wait, you do get you that make late a night credit too. It's that thing like. Oh, you, have my, you been my on parents the- were not supportive until I got, <laughs> exactly. until I got on television. Exactly. And I didn't even get on fancy television. I got right. on, uh, like premium blend. Yeah. So, but it oh, was. That's great. What a great show. No, it was great. It was, well, if you get a chance to see that premium blend, uh, the makeup person, I look like, um, RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little tricked out, you guys. There's a lot of sparkle. A lot of sparkle. sparkle. There's a giant yeah. hamburger behind me. Sparkly they didn't, Jackie. they didn't tell me there was a staircase. Even when I watch that set, I think to myself, is she gonna wipe out? <laughs> and, uh, so. But it was, yeah. So and then so it's a yeah. It's a very important step getting a late night show, like having that credit to finally people finally take you seriously. Like, oh, well, you must be a comedian if you've ended up on TV then, right? But, but you could be amazed. People could just see you. You kill. You make them laugh for an hour. No, they're, they're amazing. Comics. Oh, have you been on TV? Couldn't no. Buy a oh, break. So what else do you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's, it's a, a it's a weird measuring stick, but yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I've been meaning to have. Speaking of which, I've been meaning to have Jim Coughlin on the show. Oh, okay. a guy who couldn't buy a fucking break and yeah. is a f- goddamn genius. Yeah. And uh, but uh, do you know uh, Robert Duchesne? Do you ever cross paths with Robert? Oh, I've met him. Yeah. yeah. He's he's another one. I don't think he's but got it, a TV credit, but he's literally. One of the funniest B-loved. people I've ever met. He is I mean, B-loved. just, yeah. yeah. And every comedian thinks, wow, that you But it's, it's weird about, um, cause, uh, I know that Regan's been on, uh, Letterman 27 times. Yeah. He's gonna do it one more time before it's done. Yeah. And he, but he also 
doesn't do the rest of the Hollywood thing, right? Right. So when sometimes if you you think about like Hollywood people must just look at him and go, why don't we have any power over that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he gets to do sort of, I mean, the best of what you would think would mm-hmm. be b- both worlds, which would be he gets to do Letterman and he gets to fill stadiums. Fill stadiums, yeah. People, and right. so it's it's amazing, but it's um, but so. I mean, what I spend a good portion of my time ramping down my expectations. <laughs> uh, I really, you know, like I want to do Letterman. Uh, I want to do Leno. I want to do shows. I want to do Dick Cavett. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I want to do shows that don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. and, uh, <laughs> the biggest waste of a time machine ever. Some people want to kill Hitler. <laughs> I want to meet Dick Cavett when he's yeah. 27. And uh, <laughs> Two birds with one stone. You could do a both. You don't have right. to do he, one or the other. He might have been. Uh, tw- I think he was 27 and like 1965. <laughs> we so, have to go back to young Dick Cavett show. Young yeah. Dick, Dick Cavett. When Hitler was still around. Right. It's, uh, so I, someone was, oh, I don't know why I thought of this, but so someone didn't know because there's pic, there, there's footage of Hitler playing with dogs and, and children. Okay. Yeah. It's the, it's a propaganda film. Sure. But, but also Hitler was a person. <laughs> right. Like, it, it's not like, like was, he doesn't like a German shepherd mm-hmm. puppy. Everyone likes a German Everyone, shepherd. Who, who like and then I'm, I'm sure he killed it, but, uh, cause he was also a psychopath. <laughs> But uh, but while he liked it, he liked it, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden he turns into Ultron. That is anyway, that's, so. the, 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 you know, that's the flip side of uh, of the explaining way where people people like he was human. So they then they describe sometimes the other thing. Well, he was an amazing organizer, like, right? <laughs> like he was he made the trains run on time, right? Like all right, that stuff, right, like, right? But those trains were going to Auschwitz, like right, let's, those trains. Let's not, was, oh my God, Dan Telfer yeah. has some joke about Jar Jar Banks being the Mussolini of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> anyway, uh, Steve Maison, thank you so much for doing the door. Yeah, quest. thank uh, you, thank you for having me. Sure, yeah. everyone should go to who uh, watch Dying to Do Letterman and go to stevemaison.com, uh, M-A-Z-A-N, and follow him on Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening, folks. Take care out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?